pending home sales fell for the consecutive sixth month in November, down 4% month over month and down nearly 38% year over year. So what do these numbers tell you about the state of the housing market now? It's weak. I mean, that isn't, housing is definitely in recession and uh, not unexpected as by design. You know, the Reserve is raising rates to try to quell the high inflation in the most interest rate sensitive sector of the economy is housing, right? Most people, when they need to buy a home, they need to get a mortgage and uh, so mortgage rates are really important and they're up a lot. So the housing market is uh, taking it on the chin and I would expect that to continue. Uh, you know, I don't expect housing to kind of find a, a bottom here, at least not in terms of prices. Right now, President Biden is in the U.S. Virgin Islands to enjoy some downtime with his family. The president and first lady, Jill Biden, they're going to ring in the new year there with family. Biden is scheduled to return to Washington, D.C. on January 2nd. That's the day before Democrats lose control of the House to Republicans. I think the greatest risk to our national security is our debt. The process stinks. It's an abomination. It's a no good, rotten way to run your government. Six trillion dollar entity and they want 24 hours to process this, and then they want to go forward. I will be demanding two amendments. One, that this goes against the budget rules. The PAYGO rules say you can't do this. You can't have all this new spending unless it's offset. We will also be demanding that the PAYGO rules are increased. Instead of taking 60 votes to evade the rules, we're going to ask that it be a two-thirds vote to evade the rules. The American people don't want this. They're sick and tired of it. They're paying for it through the nose with inflation. Adding a trillion dollars to the deficit will simply fuel the fires that are consuming our wages and consuming our retirement plans. It's a terrible system. Someone needs to stand up. We're standing up and we're going to say no. Making sure the Defense Department can deal with the major threats coming from Russia and China providing assistance for the Ukrainians to defeat the Russians. That's the number one priority for the United States right now, according to most Republicans. That's sort of how we see the challenges confronting uh, the country at the moment. Let me explain why I think it makes sense to vote for this omnibus bill. First, I'm convinced that this will cost less money than if we kick the can down the road until next year. The House Republicans say that they want to craft a budget, but they haven't yet been able to select a speaker. And I'm not sure they're going to be able to take on the budget for this year as well as the next year at the same time. And by the way, even if they could take on those two things at the same time, it would need Democrats in the Senate to pass it. And so in the final analysis, I'm convinced that if we don't pass this omnibus, we're going to see a deal that costs more money. Well, competence makes up for a lot. But if you're the Republican National Committee and you're handing out contracts to consultants to the tune of millions of dollars, you don't actually do anything, but you're doing it because they're your friends, which is happening and has always happened. And you're bombing around on private planes with the money that like sweet, terrified Republican voters have sent to you from the middle of the country. And you're catering things and buying Lululemon workout gear with political contributions. And you're losing elections? No. If you win elections, well, we can talk about it. If you're losing, get out. We cannot reward incompetence. At least eight times in the past million years, it has advanced and retreated with clockwork regularity. If we are unprepared for the next advance, the result could be hunger and death 
on a scale unprecedented in all of history. What scientists are telling us now is that the threat of an ice age is not as remote as they once thought. During the lifetime of our grandchildren, Arctic cold and perpetual snow could turn most of the inhabitable portions of our planet into a polar desert. In 1977, the worst winter in a century struck the United States. Arctic cold gripped the Midwest for weeks on end. Last night I had to bring in the National Guard. The conditions, the blinding snow, the zero visibility, absolute whiteouts. Uh, it may go down as one of the worst in history. People are comparing this to the dreaded blizzard of 77 where Buffalo first got its reputation for having an unprecedented amount of snow. We broke that record again a month ago. So it's very clear to me that the effects of climate change are wreaking havoc everywhere. 60 point, 20 rebound, triple double. 60 points, 20 boards, never, it never happened, baby. How's it feel right now? I'm tired as hell. <laughs> you can rest later, you're young. I'm gonna recover beer. Oh, we can handle that. Uh, I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. I married Dominic Giacoppa's daughter, so, you know, I got a little Italian to me now, you know. You tell her anything, she's got a backbone like a ramrod. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the final episode of 2022 for the Unregulated Podcast. This is episode number 113 here on Friday, December 30th, 2022 in the year of our Lord. I am your co-host, Thomas Pyle. And I'm what's left of Mike McKenna. <laughs> hey man, it's been a while. How's Christmas? How'd it go? Good. Yeah. yeah. Christmas, Christmases are always good. How how can they be bad, right? I know, Kid, right? Kids get stuff. Um, you know, parents play with their kids' toys. It's pretty, pretty standard standard. We have a, a double bonus this year. We are in Vegas. Uh, some of us are still in Vegas, but that's a long story. And uh so we had Santa Christmas and we had the nice, you know family gift exchange but uh when the kids get home maybe today i don't know maybe tomorrow uh we're gonna have our second christmas here at the at the homestead so very nice it's good if you're the kids man so um i guess uh old biden there is taking a little vacation during this severe cold snap do you remember a certain senator who Tried to go to the Caribbean when it was snowing in or, Texas or Ted and Cruz. how the media like, like ex <laughs> just completely skewered him. I mean, this, this, I, I mean, I, it's just a killer. I don't even know how people say, don't, don't say anything about it. How can you not be successful when you have a media that's in the tank at the level that it's they're so, at? I mean, it's astonishing to me. I mean, you saw that they had to fly the omnibus out to him to sign. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it, the dude didn't even hang around for the extra day it would have taken him. Just hey man, get the get the embossed copy and sign the thing. It's not that complicated, but he wouldn't even do that. So what's the carbon footprint of the omnibus? It's probably bigger than my entire footprint. Well, for this year, yeah, it it um, typically legislation that flies to the president has to fly with at least one human being, um, and they they hesitate to put it on civilian airlines. So sometimes it's a defense thing. 
Yeah. So I, I, I don't know what they, I don't know how they flew, flew it over to St. Croix. My guess is, is that the a press plane was going anyway. So they did the press plane and they just had the, had whoever the staff secretary staffer was going the yeah. press plane. It's crazy. Sen- Senator, it uh, Senator Cruz, I want to apologize to you because I did make fun of you a little bit too, but uh, I didn't apparently it's okay for POTUS to escape into a, into the, into the, caribbean during it during an ice storm where many people have you know lost their lives but it's not any good for republican senators rand paul summarized uh what we have been talking about i was wondering rather succinctly yeah this process stinks it's an abomination so uh it's 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 fundamentally as i believe i've written a couple times now it's fundamentally anti-democratic it is, it is, you know, the Washington Post, democracy dies in the darkness and all that other kind of hoorah. Bottom line is you want to see democracy die? Watch an omnibus because that's democracy yeah. dying right in front of you. And how many have we had now? I, more than I can count in my lifetime and we're almost certain. When I was more. on the Hill and I left in uh, the, let's see, early 2000s, an omnibus bill and a major omnibus bill was at most four or five bills rolled into one. Yeah. Uh, if we could only go back to that. I was going to say in the last dozen years, this has become the, the rule, not the exception. It It's disgraceful. I'm looking for somebody to actually make my point, right? That it's fundamentally anti-democratic, takes votes away from members of Congress and takes votes away from, by extension, their voters. I don't understand why anybody votes for these things. They must understand it debases their currency. It, it, in a normal in a normal world, it would call into question the intelligence of your average member of Congress. Yeah, well, uh, there, there's far I'm, be it from me to sure call it. Far be it right, so, but Mitch McConnell. Um, oh boy, Mitch McConnell says that Ukraine is the number one priority for the United States, at least among Republicans. I don't know how. I don't know if you identify yourself as a Republican these days, but I try, I try not to. Um, last the, I checked, it was not my number one priority. You know, the interesting thing was the McConnell crowd um, put out a correction to that like a day later and said, hey, you kind of mashed it up. And then then in the mashup, it basically said the same thing, right? McConnell's like, yeah, Ukraine, China and Russia. These are the number one priorities, that you, you know, at least as understood by Republicans. And I'm just like. I can't think of any Republican that I respect who who puts China and what's going on in Ukraine in the same category. I mean, that that's fictive is what it is. So anyway, try to correct the record. The McConnell guys managed to turn it into just a four day story instead of a two day story that it was going to be. I liked it. It was kind of skillful work. Yeah, well, and of course, Mitt Romney uh, had to issue a five minute video on why he voted for this machine, this monster, uh, his number one argument being it'll actually spend less money. Cause you know, the house Republicans, they don't know how to do anything. It, so, it, it mittens it, Willard. I encourage everybody to read, uh, to watch that five minute thing because it is the most incomprehensible bunch of babble. <laughs> no, I the, spared everyone the entire thing. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. You, you walk away with one thought. I walk away with one of two thoughts, right? One is either it must be easier to make 250 million bucks in finance than I thought. Or uh, thought number two is he must've gotten a lot of help because it was without a doubt the, 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 Worst strung together collection of non sequiturs I may have ever seen. 
Well, uh, he had to compete with Vice President Harris. So I thought you were yeah, saying Vice President. Know. I don't Pence think it really matters. Uh, like like uh, like we have said, um, you know, this is a bipartisan problem. So, all right. Well, Tucker laid it out there, made your case for you for RNC chair. How's the race going? It's going okay. Tucker Carlson, I think, probably read your column before he gave his speech at the oh. uh, at the Charlie Kirk deal. Yeah, I know. So. I have I have a I have a small, deeply disturbed following, so it's entirely possible. It it you know campaign- why isn't the entire Fox News personality like? Why aren't we, they swirling around your candidacy at this point? They've all basically made your arguments for you. Because is this a lack of campaign strategy on your part? Like what? You're the campaign manager. You tell me. It, it, <laughs> Come on, man. We got to get your. They've, they've got a candidate. Here's the problem, right? The problem is this is a campaign for 168. You know, targeting 168 people, right? 125 of whom on the I've take. They've already made up their minds, right? 110 right. of them are going to vote for the chairman. About 15 of them are going to vote for Harmeet. Everybody else is just like, look, I just want to be left alone. And that is the um, the overwhelming sentiment of the 168 voters at this point is they just want to be left alone. They want to vote and be left I just alone. Wanna, I want my contracts next year. Ron is going to give them to me. And they don't care. And um, I want my Lululemon uh, Christmas I- gift. You know, the thing you know, the thing that strikes me about most of it is um, that has really struck me. First off, some people are very well-meaning and very earnest. And for that, I'm grateful. Um, a huge chunk of people just don't care. A huge chunk of people. Nobody outside the RNC cares about this election because nobody outside the RNC takes the Republican Party seriously anymore. So you're just like, yeah, whatever. You guys do what you do, right? I mean, uh, not, yeah, I had, anecdotally, I had a, uh, well, I didn't even have a conversation with my stepdad. He just volunteered that um, he's, he thinks that the Republican Party is worse than the Democratic Party. And he doesn't mind losing multiple elections going forward if, if we have to start a third party is literally, literally what he said. Yeah. I, I mean, he, he, what do you do? You can't put. I mean, you can't put your, he's like, he just said this. He said, they just ignore us. They vote, we vote for them and they ignore us. Yeah. And, and, and then, you know, that's what's going on in this campaign to circle back to your question. You have two thirds of two thirds now, not half, two thirds of the committee men fully prepared to ignore all the evidence and all the public preference and send, um, you know, give the job right back to chairman McDaniel. It's discouraging when you talk to them. It's discouraging when you email them, it's discouraging when you text with them, but that's the bottom line, right? That's where they all seem to be. Mm, and, and well, I mean, Harmeet's got to feel worse about it because, you know, she's an actual committee man herself from a large um, state, the one we do most of our fund, not most, but the plurality of our fundraising in California, right? And um, she'll get she'll get thirty five votes at the end of it, right? And she and, got what eight million dollars though, in, in, eight hundred? Uh, no, only a million. She only got a million. Oh, eight, eight hundred thousand, fifty thousand. Yeah, yeah. And the, the yeah. funny thing about it is, <laughs> she's, you know, this is this is this is inside baseball. Nobody cares about this, but me. Um, 
she's pissed off all her colleagues, right? Because she's basically sent the social media mob after each of the 167 other committee men. Yeah, I noticed some of that in the and, and in the chatter you've been forwarding yeah, over. Yeah, they're so. pissed. They're all pissed about it. They're like, I can't believe this chick did this to us. So I'm just like, well, you know that it's the sort of thing that is born out of desperation. You guys refuse to listen. You know, I mean, I've been too polite to say that, but I'm like, you guys, you guys refuse to listen. This is the kind of thing you're going to get. Um, it's just a matter of time, I guess, until um, guys like Tucker start to identify specific committee men and just start calling them up and saying, hey, why don't you come on the show and explain to us your vote? Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Leonard Nimoy in 1973, Dr. Spock narrated a chilling chilling documentary about the coming ice age yeah, man. and the uh shockingly destructive nature uh of what is to come for our children and grandchildren in 1973 i guess it's here wait is it climate no okay wait I, i'm confused was it cooling or warming now it's climate change and of course, Governor Hochul said the the winter vortex or whatever they call it these days, the, the tornado. Uh, I thought it was if, kind of funny, right? right uh, at the, the effects end. of climate change are wreaking havoc everywhere. <laughs> now, my just... heart goes out to all those in Buffalo who of of which I have uh, I have some family, um, but they took it pretty well. My cousin cousins all said that they basically shut down the town for like two or three days kind of delayed christmas our th those folks can manage sure what, what we did lose some people uh what? but this whole thing is just <laughs> it's been going on for decades now like all of this would crack me up mockumentary about stuff about about weather being climate right i just it's just so mind-boggling to me what, what that we're, we're sitting is, here having this this conversation what cracked so. me up is you could tell she got to the end you know she's press conference national guard serious weather blah 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 you could almost just tell she's like oh yeah i guess i gotta say something about climate change right exactly you, you say, it's like, yeah. say, just another reminder of the horrors of climate change meanwhile we got to figure out someplace to put all this damn snow so luca Doncic. Luka Doncic. oh oh the basketball uh, this, guy this yeah, basket yeah. this this phenom for the Dallas Mavericks who is like scoring like 50 and 40 and 30. And then he's, he did this unheard of 60 point triple double the other day in which Kate, in which he, he said he needed a recovery beer. I thought that was perfect. So uh, anyway, that was that clip. And apparently he just keeps breaking all kinds of records. The other day he threw a free throw, bounced off the rim bounced off of two dudes landed back in his hands and he shot two points to tie the game. So the guys, he must've signed, he must've sold his soul to the devil or something, but good on you there, Luca. Luca. And old Biden. I'm Irish, but I'm not stupid. I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> guys, a, guys, a achievement of Christmas. <laughs> he was, so his big interview, I guess, over uh, since our last episode was with Drew Barrymore. That hard-hitting reporter. Did I miss that? Yeah, that was where she, where he uh, politely, uh, gently shared that uh, his wife has a backbone like a ramrod. This, who is this guy? 
just wish he'd stop talking. <laughs> I can't, I can't, All right, can't. so those were the clips this I, week. Those are yeah. the gems that I found in my let research. Just, let me just say something real quick to our friends who work in the in the West Wing. I, I know how you feel. You're just like, at some point, you're like, please stop talking. Just just go away and stop talking. <laughs> Be president, but stop talking in public, for God's sake. She's got a backbone like a ramrod. He's, he's just a... I thought he was an anti-gunner. I, I thought he was in, opposed to the Second Amendment. How does he know what a ramrod is? He, he, he's, he, back when he learned how to shoot with a flintlock, that's what they were using. <laughs> All right, any announcements this week? No, I don't think so. I mean, I'm looking forward to the beginning of the new year. I got my December note out. I you saw that. Kind of... We're gonna we're gonna go through that. We're gonna do a hybrid uh, uh, okay. of Thanks. your note and also our predictions from last year and see how we did. Okay. I have a couple of announcements. I'd like to give a shout out to uh, a listener, Glenn, who lives in Tokyo. Wow. Yes, we met we, we Glenn at the Epic Deal. We got a uh, huge oh, fan of the show. Is that, uh, where he, is that, is that, kid, is that, that dude's name? Yep. And hey, uh, he says, you know, he listens all the time. So he's, uh, you know, so now we can say we truly have an international audience here at the Unregulated Podcast. I'm sorry. I thought also, was... our friend Ash or Ash. I might have, I might have. He's, he's the dude it. from, he's the dude from London, right? Ash. Yeah, man. Likes the show so much. He asked for a photo with us, <laughs> which by the way, this is now, he's not the first person. We've had like multiple requests for photos. I that, know. We got to get on this marketing. We, we gotta you've do got better. to do this. 2023, I pledge to you, I'm going to devote more time to marketing the unregulated I'm going to make a prediction right now that that's not going to happen. But No, don't start it. Don't start just, that. Don't I just did. That. We need to like, it was very, I tell you what, it was very, very, um, it was it was very nice to meet to meet everybody. Let's Absolutely. just say it that way. And it was I would say this: this is a result of 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 of, of Lou marketing us, right? Because these are all his folks. Lou's so. better. Lou's better at marketing us than we are. That's yeah. just the bottom yeah. line. I also want to thank my mother and stepfather for a wonderful week in Vegas. I would like to not thank MGM for taking a great sum of my disposable income. What'd you lose? I don't know, maybe four or five hundred. Holy man. I know. All in, including my wife. So it might might be closer to three. Okay. Uh, But anyway, um, we stayed at the Mandalay Bay one night, got away and had a great dinner uh, at a place called Kumi. So Reith, if you ever get to Vegas, it's definitely worth checking out this place. That's all I got for announcements. Yeah. You good? Me, you know, okay. go, you know, go Notre Dame, go, go Giants. It's all the same with me, right? All right. All right. Let's do a little this day in history, 1853. 1853. What day is it? December, December 30th? 30th. Uh the steamboat is invented. No. James Fulton invents the steamboat. No. Uh what do you got? Southern US border was established i was gonna say it was invaded but was established uh, the gats the gatson purchase yes sir james gatson u.s yeah. minister to mexico and general antonio lopez de santa Ana, the president of mexico signed the gatson purchase okay in mexico city 
Money. which settled the dispute over the location of the Mexican border west of El Paso and established the final boundaries of the southern United States, whereby there are hundreds of thousands of people pouring through. Didn't really establish <laughs> anything. You, if you ever get a chance, for those of us, and I, we're, I know we're doing a day thing, but I want to just get this in. If you have a chance to travel that part of the world, do it. It is very rugged and beautiful and it's probably my favorite part of the united states that is in virginia so the uh of course uh in yet another uh example of the power of the railroads this deal was largely cut so that the uh <laughs> western railroad the southern pacific branch of the central pacific railroad could be constructed so good, good for them Come on, somebody's <laughs> 1862 December 30th 1862 uh the it can't it it uh I don't know Fredericksburg no no but but of course you know what the uh, in December uh 30th on December 30th of 1862 the USS Monitor no the Monitor in Merrimack sinks Oh, in a storm off Cape Hatteras, North Carolina. Just nine months earlier, the ship had been part of a revolution in naval warfare when the ironclad dueled to a standstill with the CSS Virginia off Hampton Roads. Yeah. In one of the most famous naval battles in American history. Yeah. The uh, Monitor was a, a better served in the sheltered waters of the chesapeake because the main reason that it sunk is because the storm just rocked it rocked it basically apart that's kind of how it sunk wasn't seaworthy new sorry the sea was angry that day my friends (laughs) all right one two one more well two-parter ironically ironically the the night in 1916 on this day uh, the Battle of the Somme finished. No, uh, yeah, that is the evening that Grigory Ifimovich Rasputin was killed, was, was, was murdered pit, by was, Russian nobles eager to h- end his influence over the Romanovs. Good for them. And on this day in 1922, the exact same day in 1922 on December 30. Uh, the uh, the uh, the Soviet Union came into being. They voted the first something Politburo something. Boom! You nailed it. The Union of Soviet Socialist Republics is established, comprising yeah. a confederation of Russia, Belarusia, Ukraine, and the Transcaucasian Federation. I'm sorry, did you say Ukraine? Uh, well, it's I said uh, Ukraine. Yeah, I did. Because <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've been told well, like that Ukraine has been a separate country for like a million years mm-hmm. and territorial integrity and blah, blah, blah. Sorry, don't want to be that guy. Uh, at its heyday, uh, at its height of power, Russian, the Russian dominated the Soviet Union 
grew into the one of the world's most powerful and influential states and eventually encompassed 15 republics, of course, one of which being Ukraine. So, yeah, but they never got the United States to join up. That's what they were. Really no, they for. didn't. No, we're that kind of people. Thanks to McCarthy, right? Just kidding. Who knows? Anyway. All right, that's it uh, for this day in history. Ra ra Rasputin, <laughs> lover of the Russian queen. Say bad One bad. of my wife's favorite bands, by the way. So. Russian queens? No, 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 no. I can't remember their name now, but they sing that Rasputin song. <laughs> okay. Um, topics. I don't really have any energy this week. Uh, so I don't want to talk about energy unless you've got any. Not really. No, you uh, didn't want to talk about EEI at all, or <laughs> but maybe you, I thought maybe you were Jones in the, to okay. bring up the. Uh... We'll just skate through this because 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 some listeners care. I okay. just wanted just the uh, Washington Times run editorial. I'm not sure how they found out about this particular thing, but anyway, the Ed- the Edison Electric Institute is giving away the. Uh, I think it's the Thomas Alva Edison Legacy Award. Uh, in January at their annual meeting at the Breakers in Palm Beach. I want you to think about that sentence for a second. Um, to Gina McCarthy, um, who has spent, as best as I can tell, the entirety of her career actually tormenting um, electric utilities and making, um, oh, well, either making or trying her very, very best to make electricity more expensive and less reliable. Um, I left without words that the EI would give the award to her, but they did. And the Washington Times attacked them in an editorial. They said that they should be embarrassed, but that they probably wouldn't be. And I thought, yes, that's exactly right. They should be embarrassed, but they're probably not going to be. Anyway, sorry, I forgot about that. Thank you. <laughs> I thought that was rather amusing. I did. I do have one anecdotal story I'd like to share about EEI. I'm not sure I'll name names, but a certain prominent member of the organization came up to me uh, after one of uh, the DOE security, like the yeah, cybersecurity thing, cybersecurity deals. Yeah, the ESAC, um, one of the ESAC meetings. Yeah. When I was ESAC, when I was representing the Trump administration in the uh, transition and uh, proceeded to thank me for all my hard work over the years and uh, whispered in my ear, hey, between you and me, I really couldn't stand that clean power plan. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, you could probably guess who it was. Oh yeah. But let's spare let's spare uh the audience uh the, the name and or the embarrassment. Okay, so George Santos, this guy from New York. Yeah, Santos. George, Saint, George apparently Saint. he's a liar. Go on. Did you hear about this? Yeah, I did. did you hear that he made up sort of a bunch of stuff about him. Yeah. He's kind of a pathological liar or a, a, an embellisher, if you will. Yeah, yeah. And and the whole the whole world is just outraged about the fact that a a politician is lying. You know, I don't. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> there are hundreds of hours of video documenting a certain president of the United States' embellished resume. I just it, you know it, again, <laughs> again. Again, this the, guy, I, what is it? I don't know. I don't know. You know, he's, 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 he's the last, the last man who's going to be queen of England. I don't know what the hell's going on, but the fact that, the fact that just 
inside of our memories, this guy has lied about law school and undergraduate school, and his high school football career. And he's, he's plagiarized he, he, other politicians from other countries, other, word for word. In fact, he's lied about something as material as how his first wife died. I mean, how his son died. He's just, he's, <laughs> there's literally no part of this biography that hasn't been touched by the, by the, um, hasn't been touched by the coloration of lying and well, I, the hand of folklore. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, I get the, the guy, this guy Santos, right. He, he, he should not because it's okay. Cause Joe Biden's normalized it, but he should probably quit because he's not going to be able to be in Congress really right. Effective. Um, I don't know, but this, I mean, but this double standard, man, it's just so outrageous and it, egregious and obvious. If, if you, um, a prerequisite for a being an elected official uh included integrity yeah man i'm not sure there'd be that many of them left so no, wouldn't, let's put it this way so i don't work. really care if the guy quits or not is in, it's inconsequential right he's he's lying oh my god everyone is in an uproar over over it it's just it's absurd there so. is a lot of pearl clutching no doubt about that um all right so 2022 is almost in the books uh i just thought we would i know this is not like normally a, a happy topic but i thought we would just do a little highlight of people who who we lost in 2022 okay and then uh if I'm you never remember any that i don't then um i trust i'm never i'm gonna i'm gonna remember anybody who died in 2020 all right well uh, that was a good review then uh, first and foremost was queen elizabeth ii yeah who who uh, reigned from 1952 until this like four, year? She's like 400 years old. She didn't get robbed, right? She I got know. her. She got her turn up at the plate and turned to three or four other guys. I think that uh, I think I said this on the record once before. I think she held out as long as she did in the hopes that she would outlast her son. She she I I know I've said this. She um. She believes, like all parents believe, deep in their hearts, something they won't say publicly. But basically, the kids are morons. Left to their own devices, they probably suffocate. So, Greece, the heartthrob, co-act, co, co, um, whatever, co-star in Greece, Olivia Newton-John passed yeah. away this year. She was young. She was what seventy-two, something physical, like that. Physical, physical. Bob Saget also died. Uh, who was on um, what's that show with those twins? The Full House, but also was a, a apparently a very potty mouthed comedian. I guess his stand up act was pretty nasty. Uh, so Bob Saget, we lost Sidney Poitier, passed away this year. He was like 92, right? Uh, yeah, born in 1927. Yeah, so so he's first, first African American to win an Academy Award for Best Actor. Yeah. Jimmy Khan, we spent a little time talking about him. Here's the alley, Meatloaf. We uh, attributed, uh, paid a little tribute to them as well. Jerry Lee Lewis passed away this year. Yeah, which is strange because all that he was already dead, but okay. Yeah. And uh, another comedian, Gilbert Gottfried, the Affleck dude. Yeah. He passed away. I think he had cancer or something. I'm sorry about that. Paul Sorvino. Yes. We lost Paul Sorvino this year. 
Now Good I got to turn. Mira, uh, wait a minute. So, the greatest line ever. Now I got to turn my back on you. <laughs> 3200 bucks for a lifetime of work. <laughs> Almost every greatest line is from a gangster movie, I swear. And, and now I got to turn my back on you. <laughs> I always want to say that at the end of some things. It's just like, yeah, you know, there was you, nothing we could do. We, exactly. There was nothing we could do. He's gone. He's, he was gone. There was nothing we could do. It, it, now I got to turn my back on you. I'm sorry. Okay, so it, here's it, the other thing. I, when I was going through this list, I realized how many people, how, how, Maybe Hollywood and, and politics are remarkably similar in that there's so much nepotism in the business, like Paul Servino, Mira, John Aniston. I never knew this. Victor Kariakis Jennifer from Days dad. of Our Lives is yeah, Jennifer Aniston's father. Yeah. Which, so, but she must look like her mom because he looks totally, totally different. Yeah. And he's a good William, bad guy. He was a good bad guy. I think he's dead now. Another actor, William Hurt passed away this year did william hurt die really yeah 19 it's, it's funny or 1950 i was just so. re-watching body heat like uh, a couple of weeks ago and i thought i've forgotten how good this movie was and how good he was in it he's in he's been in some good movies madeline albright our our beloved secretary of state uh we won't uh we'll withhold comment coolio, coolio. gangsta's paradise coolio died did he get yeah, shot man to get that shot? Was, it's not Coolio. I don't know. It doesn't say how he passes. Okay. Cool. All right. We did mention Christine McVie. Yeah. Uh, of course, Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was was assassinated. I was going to say was murdered. Uh, Wally from Leave It to Beaver. We lost Wally this year. Really? Tony Dow. Ivan Reitman. Ghostbusters. The director? Fan yeah. director. Yeah. Who also has a, a daughter in the biz, greatest broadcaster of all time. Who? Vin Scully. Oh, come on, really? He gone. I like Rizzuto, though. I don't know if he was come the greatest. On. Vin but. Scully. I mean, I like him. He's an Irishman. We got to take care of each other. But come on, man. He, so he's, um, he's, he's, he, 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 you know, he announced for the Dodgers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was good. He was a good announcer. They, 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 he's better than Joe Buck. Under Catholic theology, that means he can't go to heaven. So that's just that. Can't root for the Dodgers and go to heaven. It's a known thing. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, there are some others. Uh, the lady from Flashdance, Irene Cara. No, she was from... Um, Oh, she, she was the, the song. She that was her song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah. yeah, I always she, associated her with the movie Fame, right? She was in Fame. She was in Fame? She was in Fame. But she sang that What a Feeling song. Wasn't that in Flashdance? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so David McCullough, the American historian and author. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, we lost him today. Of course, PJ O'Rourke. I'd forgotten Politi about PJ. Yeah. Political satirist. Wow. Yeah, we lost a lot this year. It's been a long uh, year, man. Um, I'm just kind of flipping through. Ivana. We lost Ivana Trump this year. Anne Heche, car accident. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, there's some notables, but uh, that's that's sort of the highlights that's a good, there. So that, that's God a good rest one. their souls and all of the souls of the... Faithful Departed. Faithful Departed. Um, Orrin Hatch, Senator Hatch, 
we lost Senator Hatch this year. Did he die? Yes, sir. And uh, Robert Durst, remember him? He's the one who killed all those, killed that girlfriend or wife or whatever. I, I real, did. real, real estate dude. Real estate dude. Oh yeah, yeah. The guy yeah, was on the lamp. They a documentary like... about him where yeah, he's in the yeah, bathroom yeah. mumbling. He's like, I should never murder that lady. This is just a hassle. So anyway, <laughs> to all those who passed, God rest your soul. And now we get to the highlight of the unregulated podcast predictions. Oh, brother. Predictions. Okay. All right. So you first. Our producer, he uh, grace uh, gratefully compiled or, or I don't know, maybe begrudgingly compiled the list of our predictions from last year. I'm going to whip through them. You ready? predictions from last year on the unregulated like, podcast like, i mean we our, spent our our, our, our we, we spent all year predicting but we did say, have a we, show devoted to predictions I so okay go ahead so uh, we idea. both picked the bills to win the super bowl i did it mostly to humor you um we both <laughs> predicted that the yankees would not win the world series we both predicted that brian cashman would not be fired correct you predicted that the university of michigan would not win the football championship and i predicted that they would so one for me energy situation in europe becomes so bad americans notice tom yes if there's a major event in the u.s mike something has to happen in the u.s i don't think i don't know gas prices no. maybe no cold snaps nothing it's we're not there yet right that's right aoc runs against schumer we both said no yeah got that one how many seats does the GOP control in the House after the election? <clears throat> yeah, this is going to be. Mike had two fifty-two. Don't make this it. Don't make predictions in the enthusiasm of January, kids. I had two thirty-five. Now yeah, you win. Yeah, well, the price uh, is right. We both agreed mm -hmm. they would do absolutely nothing with the majority. <laughs> well, so. that's, it's not really a prediction there, right? So that's, that's our, our question for next year's predictions. Um, in the lame duck session, let, let, wait, a minute, piece, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What, let's, just, what? let's just stop there for a second. Point out that they're already teeing themselves up to do nothing. They're talking a lot about oversight, which yeah. is a guarantee of nothing getting done. So now they're talking about putting together a super oversight committee just to so investigate can, Biden so, they so that McCarthy can pick the chair and override the two conservatives, Jordan and Comer. Right. Do you know what we actually need? We need an oversight committee. We need a super oversight committee that oversees the overseers that will investigate the Republican over Republican overseers. investigators. Yeah. This, this is just, anyway, go ahead. Keep continue on All right, quickly. Um, nothing I like hearing, nothing I like doing more than hearing about how wrong I've been. Will build back better happen. I said, no, you said yes in August. Mm, I'm going to so, have to say that's me. I win. I think, yeah, well, Build Back Better technically didn't happen. It was the Inflation Reduction Act. And it was so. greatly reduced. I'm gonna, you know what? But it's still is, close enough. I give you the win well, on let's, that. Let's one. call that a split decision. I give you the win on that. Uh, seats the Senate will have in GOP after the election. I had 52. You had no answer. You win, although you copped out. Herschel Walker wins. We both said no. Yeah. JD Vance wins. I said yes. You had declined. Dr. Oz wins. We both said no. Yeah. 
will GOP pick up governors in the states? I said, yes, you said no. We did not, in fact, pick up governors. Inflation, well, we swapped one and they swapped one, right? No. We're oh, not. they took three, right? They, three, they took the, right. the, the blue the, states, the, the northeastern the blue Maryland, states. The Maryland, Massachusetts, and Arizona seats. Oh, yeah, they did flip Arizona. Uh, actually, actually, the net was two because we took Nevada. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You win that one. Inflation next year at this time, it will go up 9% year over year. I wrote you agreed we were a little bit off. 8% was the number. 8.1%, I think, was the annual number. Salt deduction cap, Tom, no way it happens. Mike, no. Public health community will start to acknowledge that vac- vaccines aren't vaccines, but are therapeutics. No. I said, no, they will not abandon the term vaccine. And you didn't have an answer. Yeah. President Biden will announce after the midterms that he isn't running for president. I wrote sooner than that. You said, wow, maybe. <laughs> In a nutshell. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh, you predicted the Red Sox would win the AL East? Yeah. I, w- I wasn't alone, by the way. They weren't expecting them to do better. You said the likelihood that the Yankees make a major trade before the season, zero likelihood. Uh, they did make some moves. Did they make ben a major trade? Oh, not a trade. You're right. No, they picked up some. You know, they, they picked well, up. no, they they got Benintendi. They gave, must have gave something up for him. Yeah, but right? he wasn't. It wasn't. I'm done. Benintendi's not a major trade. He's a banjo yeah. hitter who was sick the whole time. The only the only ad they had was the guy from the Cardinals who couldn't hit in the World Series. What's his name? Will Donald Trump announce? I don't know why I didn't answer any of these. Maybe I asked you and and took a pass. Will Donald Trump announce before or after the midterms? You wrote. He won't announce at all. Wrong. 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 Who will be speaker? You predicted Steve Scalise. Yeah. Still not. I was going to say we still don't know the answer to that question. Majority leader, you don't know someone from the Midwest. Senate leader McConnell. And uh, that's that wraps up our predictions from last year. Yeah. So not great, but not bad. No, not bad at all, actually. Not bad. About 75%. So, all right. So now you want to, uh, do you want to go, I'm going to turn this over to you. It'll look a lot better if Steve Scalise becomes speaker, then I can probably, okay, hang my head <laughs> on that one. Call that one right, boys. Well, that would be a win, of course, for, the, for, for, you know, people who care about freedom, but probably still end up with an omnibus. Yeah. All right. So uh, 2023 yeah. predictions. Predictions I'm going to turn this show over to you. I already made all my predictions. I know. I want you to run through them all, and and then I'm going to comment on them, and then we can uh, wrap this baby up for the year. Okay. Well, you got to help me, because there's just a hell of a lot of predictions that I made. Um, Neither – I'll just run them down as best I remember them. Neither – I got it here. Hold on. Neither – I'll do it. You clearly weren't prepared. You just sent the thing out. Yeah, I've been, I've been working on it for like two weeks. All right. I'll just, I'll start out. President uh, Trump will Biden. ultimately run for president. Yes or no, no? No. I say yes. Really? Okay. President Biden will ultimately run for president. No. I say no. I agree. <laughs> I say no. Took a long time. 
Yeah, I just uh, I, I had to think about it a little you, bit. You, you want to know the dead tip on this one? The dead what? tip that he's in St. Croix. Well, yeah, who knows about that, right? He he physically can't do it. But the other dead tip about it is literally yesterday, the New York Times, the New York Freaking Times ran a story about border security. I mean the New York Times. What? Yes. I missed Almost, that one. Oh yeah, it was all about how you know that the, they're not securing the border and these migrants and blah blah blah. And I'm just like, wow, they've decided he can't be president anymore. Okay, so um, so the New York Times will be spending that has decided, I guess that that they've had enough of Biden and they'll begin their yep begin their campaign. Their, their okay. long their long campaign. Yep. Go ahead. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. But I was okay. There. Donald Trump will be indicted. Yes. Um, I, yes, I say yes. Hunter Biden will be indicted. No. I say no. I agree. They're going to try to cut a sweetheart deal to, to shield the old man. I think it's going to fail over time, but I think that's what they're going to do. Okay. Can you, can you, can you take call? This isn't take... really a prediction, but I'm oh. going to read this to, to Hold our on for audience. A second. Hold on for a second. Can you take some color on the Biden thing? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. The problem is that the Ways and Means Committee just released Donald Trump's tax returns this morning, right? Which, by the way, Kevin Brady uh, said exactly what you said, which is the Democrats are going to live to regret (laughs) this. They are certainly going to live to regret it because you are going to find some aggressive Republican prosecutor out there who's going to want Joe Biden's tax returns and going to want to cut open Joe Biden's life. And all because of Hunter Biden, doesn't matter what kind of deal he makes, they're not going to be able to protect him. This thing is the stupidest thing I've ever seen anybody do. Doesn't he doesn't he already release his tax returns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? I guarantee you there's stuff there's stuff he hasn't released. There's attachments. There's something else. Oh, I see. Work product. There's so get the whole thing. thing. Okay, gotcha. All right. Anyway, okay. Um, I'm gonna. Go ahead. I'm going to read this one. It's not really a prediction, but I, I laughed out loud. <clears throat> Tom Brady will regret leaving his wife and acknowledge that regret publicly, probably is- after the Buccaneers make a hasty exit from the playoffs. On a related note, Pete Davidson will wind up dating Giselle Budichin <laughs> before the end of the year. <laughs> I didn't know you were up on popular culture, it's, man. I'm very hip, man. And it's all true. All that's going to happen. And when it does, just remember he heard it first. Okay. I t- the girls can't resist Pete. They got to find out if it's true for themselves. They just do. Okay. So uh, value of Twitter and Tesla plus or fi- 50% of, of where it is now or yeah. higher than 50%. Less than 50% of where it is now or higher? Less. Okay. I think both of them are going to go in the tank. I I think once this thing starts riding downhill, it's going to be hard for him to arrest the slide. Interesting. Okay. That would make him only the fifth richest person on the planet at that point. He'd fall from... He'd have... have I think he's he's now number two. Yeah, he'd have to After his spending spree on Twitter. So... Yeah, he'd have to score guy. I mean, he'd have to like... Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, Okay. Prediction, Mike McKenna, Tom Cruise will finally win his Oscar. True. Where'd that come from? Oh, it's because this conversation I've been having with the kids for a while. Oh, I see. Okay. And, and the Top Gun Maverick thing, it's about time, right? He, he's You think for Maverick? It's the only show he's been in this year. It's the only movie he's been in. They're going to have to get oh. it. Uh, 
Yeah, let's put it this way: you can't get an Oscar for that. That wasn't that. It wasn't that good a movie. I mean, unless it's just a like they a, have to give him an Oscar for something. They might as well just pull the trigger for this. Look, they gave John Wayne an Oscar for for Rooster Cogburn. It wasn't his best performance, but it was his last performance, right? You know, um, <clears throat> I, I watched this documentary. I think it's Paramount Plus. Yeah. Um, the offer. Yeah. I it's all about the run up to the Godfather. Was movie. it good? I wanted to see it. I, so don't tell me too much about it, but was it good? I loved it. Okay. I absolutely yeah. loved it. It was great. Yeah. I get great the- acting. It was fun. It, it was sounds- worth it was worth the binge. It was yeah, worth it, it. It sounds like it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like so what that reminded fun. me was is, was it reminded me that Don Vito Corleone, yeah, when he got his best actor. Award Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando, yeah. He had an Indian lady go up, yeah, and denounce his his um, denounce America. denounce Hollywood for the way they treat indigenous peoples. Yeah, I didn't. I I forgot about that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was it. Was it was a bad? It was a bad sequence of years. If you remember back two years before that, George uh, George C. Scott right had won the Best Actor for Patton, got up there and said. Hey man, he actually sent somebody up there to 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 say, hey, I don't think this is legitimate because you can't put, you know, you can't put any metrics on artistic achievement. So people are just like, come on, yada yada yada, right? Exactly, yeah, exactly. So I get. All right, what's next? Okay, um, the Yankees will make the playoffs. No, I say yes. Um, you say <laughs> because ownership knows that Yankee fans are chumps. True. They will no, make no meaningful alterations to the team or its management. True. Yankee fans, because they are Yankee fans, will keep spending $100 or more on a ticket. True. All, all components of that are true. And we predicted that they wouldn't get rid of Cashman, and they've already... They, their big signing besides Judge was, of course, Brian Cashman. So, okay, so the Mets... Do you see the Cashman thing? You know, you know what's going on. The Mets will win the World Series. False. The Mets have spent a gazillion dollars in this offseason buying almost every major free agent I'm available to them. I'm incredibly impressed with Steve Cohen. I really am. But he's spending his own purse. He's, they're operating at a loss with that payroll. Yeah, he doesn't care. Right. It's a rounding. It's a rounding error. The guy's worth like right. fifteen billion dollars. Who cares if he loses a hundred million bucks? Yeah, I don't know. This isn't. I mean, he. I've I've said this already. He's like the new boss, but he's actually not like the new boss. The boss couldn't even do what he's doing. There's just no way, because the boss made all his money on the team. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, the boss so, inherited a bunch of money from the from the shipbuilding thing in Cleveland. Right in Cleveland, he, and they know, wouldn't give him the Indians. That's the know, only reason he owns the Yankees. By that's the way. right. He you know, Cone Cone has got Cone has got silly money. Like I said, so you so you spend two hundred billion. You spend two hundred million bucks. You're worth fifteen billion billion b b b b b. You're literally spending one and a half percent, one and a quarter percent of your of your of your net on on um, on some. It would be like you spending. You know, a couple of million bucks to your vast fortune on something. It's you know, <laughs> yeah, right. It's immaterial. You mean a couple thousand? You know, like in Vegas. You know, it's it's like it's like a dinner check you pick up. You're like, yeah, sure. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, so Yank the Mets are cursed. Despite yes. this spending yes. spree, they will yes. not win the World Series. But correct, they are. They won like what a hundred and 
75 games. 105 games this year or something like that. No idea what happened to him. How did it turn out for him? All right, and this is another non-prediction. Uh, well, it is a prediction, but uh, <laughs> Glenn Youngkin, on the basis of his two years elected in office in a mid-sized commonwealth, his personal wealth, his sweater vest fashion sense, and overall tallness <laughs> will announce his presidential bid, as will many others. It's a, it's a total prediction. <laughs> I say total. yes. I agree. I say yes, he will run. Um, I say, uh, let's see, let's say who are the others? Pence. Oh, you want a whole list? Nikki. Yes Haley? or no, Pence. Yes. Um, Gnome. Yes. Okay. DeSantis. Yes. Okay. Uh, Asa Hutchinson. Yes. Marco Rubio. No. Uh, Rick Scott. Yes. Um, I say yes to all those, by the way, except for Marco. Pompeo. I agree with you there. Who else? Pompeo. Oh, yes. Pompeo, yes. He'll run. Um, uh, Nikki Haley. Will run. Haley, yes, I agree, will run. Chris Christie. Chris Christie will not run. Greg Abbott. He will not run. Ted Cruz. He will not run. Yeah. If Trump's in, that's the tough one, right? Uh, there's two tough ones. Cruz is one of the tough ones. Um, Hawley, Josh Hawley. Hawley. He's the other tough one. He may run. What about Cotton? Don't think so. He voted uh, for the he voted for What the about omnibus. Scott? Tim Scott. Yeah, he's running. Um, okay. Cotton voted for the omnibus. Any other governors? What's the the the, the pretend Republican from Maryland, Larry Hogan? The, <laughs> It's not going to run for anything. Lynn, um, Ch Lynn Cheney. There'll be one other Republican, but I, there'll be one other governor, but I don't know who. Yet. Lynn Cheney. Lynn Cheney? Liz. Sorry, Liz Cheney. Yeah. I if, Lynn Cheney, Liz if Lynn Cheney, Cheney ran, I would I would vote for her. I like her. She's solid. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Sorry. Liz Cheney's a bit of a dunce, so no. Okay. Uh, biggest Republican accomplishment in the next Congress. They'll get some kind of they'll get some kind of concession on border security from uh, after trying it three or four times the NDAAs or the appropriations or the debt ceiling. They'll get they will they will force the Biden guys to slow the slow the stampede at the border. Okay, well the Supreme Court's already doing that, aren't they? No, didn't they didn't they put a stay on Biden's uh, title? Yeah, they 42 kept they kept Title Forty Two in place. But right. keep in mind, Title Forty Two is already in place, and we still oh, have yeah, that's true. Good we point. still have two and a half million people crossing illegally every year under the Biden guys. Right, that's the clip we're going at two hundred thousand a month. It's crazy. Okay, um, we're, we're basically importing New York City every four years. There will be another energy bill, and it will include. Oh, good lord. Much more goodies for renewables in exchange for mostly meaningless permitting reforms. Mm. Yay or nay? That's a tough one. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Yeah, but you and I are both probably 40, 60 on that. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. What else do we have? Let's see. What else do we have? The next speaker of the House will be? Kevin McCarthy. 
He will remain speaker for the entire Congress. No. Uh, I say yes, and I say yes. Okay. Again, you can't beat something with nothing. Yeah, you can. Who? Huh? Who will replace him? Scalise is ready to pick up right away. And and he will not be speaker. Why? I think it'd probably happen over the debt ceiling in the third quarter. Got it. Okay. So someone's going to do that whole, I raise my vacate the chair deal. Yeah. I can't imagine a world in which the debt ceiling passes without a mix of Democrats and Republican votes. And I don't think team Biden is going to give us any concessions off the debt ceiling that are meaningful. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think at that point you're going to have 25 or 40 or 50 guys say, okay, it's time to time to change leadership. Bottom line is, and I, I read everything about this McCarthy thing I can get my hands on. Not haven't I haven't had a single reporter, I haven't seen a single reporter write the truth of the matter, which is he's to the left of about 80% of his caucus. And that, as the young people like to say, is not sustainable over time, right? Eventually that corrodes your ability to lead. You've got well, to well in the meantime, he, his buddy will raise a lot of money, have a lot of clients. So. Jeff. And also uh, his other buddy will get a lot of polling well, contracts for polling. Frank, you mean, yeah, the boys so. will all live over there together and, you know, <laughs> shave each other. We're just jealous. Show. We're not We're jealous. just jealous. We don't get to hang out with them. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. What I've always wanted to do is spend more of my life with Frank. Go ahead. All right. Um, global oil price will close 2023 above or south of $100. Above. Above, I say, I say below. Yeah, it's a pure demand question. It's close though. It's going to be close because I think China's uh, yes the big wild card on that one. That's right. So. It's a pure demand question. What do you figure demand's going to look like? Hard to yeah. say. Global emissions of greenhouse gases will increase. Sure. Or Just decrease. Increase. They they never decrease. The answer. What are you talking about? We have, we have cop. We have special special envoy Kerry on the beat. He's cutting deals left and right. He's taking care of everything. We have the most consequential climate legislation in world in the history of the world that just passed. In the history. How could how could emissions possibly go up? (laughs) That's gonna go. That's ludicrous. Just gonna tell you that right now. It's gonna happen. Just so you know. All right. Good luck, gang. Vladimir Putin will re- will be the president. I don't know. Is that what they call him over there of the, of I think, Russia? I think Putin's title is president. Yeah, no way. He, he, At he, the he, end of next year, nope. He will be vacated or shot. I I I I I say he will remain. He will still be president at the end of this year. So he yeah. will not be vacated or shot. Yeah, I don't know a guy like that. Now, twenty twenty three might be a different story, but I think this thing plays out for a little bit longer than you do. You mean twenty twenty four? We're making predictions. Yeah, yeah twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, I think he's going to get shot here or pushed out a window or some some. You know, I can't imagine that you just he's going to fade away, right? Mm. Somebody's going to have to shoot him. Okay. Um, mm. China will invade China will or attack Taiwan in twenty twenty three. Yeah, I wrote the word attack. I thought about invade for a while. Attack is the right answer. Yes. Attack. I'd say, I say yes. Yeah. 
you know, everyone's, although everyone's trying to tell me, well, China's weak and this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, it's when countries are weak and they sense weakness in others that they do something like this. Yeah. You know, that this, she has been, she, Xi Jinping, your good friend, has been talking about this for 18 months. At a certain point, he's got to do it or yeah. shut up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Last but not least. Yeah. Who wins the Super Bowl? <laughs> 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 who wins the super bowl uh, that's upon us in february is what we're predicting i am predicting and will predict until they actually win it that the bills are going to win the super bowl all right i'm gonna take that bet as well and it just cursed me for yet another super of course bowl. we're doomed now that's just either end. way uh in the words of michael mckenna the rest of us spend the next 30 years having to hear about it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which is true you know as soon as the bills win the win the super bowl it's going to be like the red Sox with a stupid world series you're going to, have to listen to it forever yeah well okay so anyways i um i hope we get a I vikings, think that's a wrap i hope we get a vikings bills super bowl so we can have the somebody break their hacks right any other and do you want to throw out any any questions or 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 uh anything we any other predictions we should make for 2023 yeah how many podcasts are we gonna how many podcasts are we gonna finish this year uh fifth fifth there are 52 weeks if that helps 49 okay we'll we break for some. easter we'll break for christmas and we'll have like a all right i just have to throw one else in one uh, one in there just in case one of us goes to the hospital or something okay like <laughs> thanks 49 Look Okay. I think we keep For, going, don't you? I don't know. What do you think? Absolutely. Let's I predict. Pull, let's pull our audience. I predict our, that our I, 10 loyal listeners. Let us know. Should we continue the unregulated podcast for another up. season? I predict that on, on episode number 150, we will have everybody in and we'll do a studio. We'll do a live studio audience somewhere and we'll have a big blowout and it'll be a party. We'll have people flying from London. And then we'll drop Tokyo. the mics. We're done. Peace out. <laughs> Go out on top, right? No, I was actually we'd have a little party, but right. oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we'll do it your way. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I'm done. I got. I'm spent. You got anything else? Nope, that's it for me. All right. Uh, I want everyone, of course, to have a wonderful and happy new year. We'll be back at you. Uh, we'll be back at it again next year, folks. Uh, we won't. We won't let you down. The unregulated podcast will move forward. Um, I do want to close, though, with a piece uh, of wisdom as we head into the new year, a, a piece of wise advice from our beloved Vice President Kamala Harris. I can imagine what can be and be unburdened by what has been, you know? And that is a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. The unregulated podcast 2022 in the books. No mistake.